Are you fed up with the back and forth of your on and off again relationship? If you're ready to be gone and stay gone, stick around. Welcome to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast, your weekly fix for all things mental health and wellness. I'm Brittany, the joke-cracking, detail-oriented friend who is always down the road when you need her. For the legal stuff, though, not the illegal stuff. And I'm Germany, the loyal friend who keeps you laughing. I'm a ray of sunshine, and you can always find me on the dance floor. And not only are we besties, but we're your besties. You heard me right. It's homegirl vibes here. Get ready for the girls to dish the real, the raw, and the fucking funny. And listen, we may drag you, but it's always in love. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back, babes. How's it going? It's going good. I'm feeling good. How are you? Um, I'm good. I'm well. I was trying to get deeper. Yeah. But because I'm not used to it, it don't be like, you know, for me. Yeah. I'm just so used to saying I'm good. And if I'm not good, I say like, I'm dragged. <laughs> Um, but right now I'm good. I don't have any complaints. Yeah, same. They're equally good. Life is life is life. Although while life is life, the natural disasters and things going on are a little scary. Yeah. They're a little scary. We know that Hawaii was on fire, but when I was speaking with one of my coworkers who's from the UK, he said that Italy is on fire as well. Oh wow. And that's not, I don't remember the part, mm. but it's outside of the norm, you know? I'm like, okay, what's going on? And my other coworker was like, you know, I've been reading the book of Revelations and it's lining up. I'm like, oh. yeah, last of the days. You know, though, folks say we in our last of our days. Right. They've been saying that for years, though, haven't and they? And here we are. No, they have, I they mean. Have been, yes, they've been saying it for a long time, child, because right, and if they've we've been, been leading up to. Right. And that's the that's the part that be having me a little shook. Like, you know, while nothing has fully manifested, I'm thinking if we've been saying we in the, in the last of our days for years, at some point, those days, those that really numbered, we've come to the last of them. The right. bitter end. Yeah. So what's that about? I always lately I've been saying shit. I don't even know if we're going to be here. And Andres is like, why you got to keep saying I'm like, it's the truth. Well, you know what I've been saying while we're here? Let's live it up. Like, you know, like, yeah. let's really seize the moment. Let's really. I've been yeah. having this thought that my best days are ahead of me. I'm ready to live the best days of my life. Mm. You know, I, I don't feel like I've lived the best days of my life yet. And I'm ready to live them. Come on. So while we're here, let's turn up. Yeah. Let's live up the, the best of the ones that we have left. Let's let's do one. Let's seize. The so moment. what does that look like for me? Carpe diem. Yeah, what does that look like for me? Um, not living in fear, not holding myself back, not settling, and just being more optimistic. You know, not so mundane and so monotonous, just having some liveliness about me mm-hmm. in my life. Love it. Remember that episode of Sister, Sister, where? No, I don't know why the fuck you asked me that. 
I don't remember specific it's episodes of that show. Because when I say Carpe Diem, that, that episode should have came to your mind. It did it. I'm sorry. When they like had a birthday and they were like, we're just going to go. I think they went to Detroit or wherever the fuck they went. Did they catch a train? Yes. And they like lived it and up they, and they like, got in snuck, trouble. They yeah, snuck. Yeah. Okay. So I remember do remember it. that. So don't be so quick to say you don't. But that's where I learned carpe diem. Because you'll, you'll be like, you remember that time when they were sitting at the dinner table and no. something so <laughs> small. I'm like, I. But sometimes you remember. So let me get it out so you can be like, yeah, I do remember. Just like that. I remember that, though. That was a great episode. I damn near want to go home and watch Sister, Sister. I had a kind of um, didn't like that before. Oh, really? Yeah. A carpe um, diem moment? Where you on the, the train moment? and I went somewhere that my mom didn't know I went. I was supposed to be at my homegirl, Abigail, my little Filipino homegirl mm-hmm. I've mentioned here before. Her mom didn't give a fuck. I was just supposed to be at the homegirl's house. However, Abigail's mom told us that we can go take the BART to San Francisco. And my mom didn't know that part. She yeah. thought I was just at Abigail's house. So when she called to tell me that it was time for me to come home, I was in San Francisco. Which was how far away from your house? Too far. Like, it was going to take me like an hour to get back. Okay. We had to cross the bridge, get on the train, the bar, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Girl, she was like, you can't fucking go over there no more. Why would her mother not call and ask me if you can go to San Francisco? Who just takes people's kids to San Francisco and on the bar? And so, yeah, I had a, I said all that to say, I had a sister act moment. Sister, sister. 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 <laughs> I've had a few moments myself. You know. I've had a few moments of being out when I should have been in. But yeah, I do want to, you know, these are final days. Grab them by the ass. Grab them and live them. Grab, Grab them and them live them. The I don't end. want them to live me. I'm going to live them. Right. But anywho. Anyways. We're in a new month. And you know what a new month means. A new month means a new series. So this month we are going to be focusing on resetting our relationships. Cuffing season. In our mindset around relationships. Yes, that's the most important part. Mm-hmm. I realize that the mindset is important. Sometimes it seems like, you know, I just need a new relationship. No, you need to, re- <laughs> you need to reset the mind, the mind. You need to reset the mind. So patterns aren't repeated. Mm. And I think that's a really good segue. Yeah. So patterns, patterns aren't repeated, repeated and we can actually be in relationships that we desire to be in and not just being in a relationship for the sake of being in a relationship. I saw something that said, um, it was a TikTok. You, mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly what it said, but it was saying something along the lines of you can be with someone and you still feel empty or you still feel like something's missing. A lot of us have been in relationships and many of us have never been in a partnership. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. totally different. It, it really is. It's totally different. It is. And I can say that I've been in relationships. I have not yet felt like I've been in a partnership. And mm. I hate that for me. It's coming. I hate that I have not been in a partnership. It's coming. Shit. I just got to find my first one. Shit. And I've been in relationship. How does it? Feel? I've been in relationship after relationship after relationship, and this is the first time that I feel like I'm in a partnership. I love and that. And you can't feel the stark difference. So your time is coming. It has to. It's coming, and you know what? And I'm responsible. You're responsible, and you know what it is that you're looking for, which is a partnership, not to just be in any old thing. So I'm done with that. The ball is in your court, and you could decide how you want to move towards the basket. 
Are you doing a fadeaway? <laughs> are you dribbling? You know what I'm saying? Are you breaking a nigga ankles? Are we airballing? What are you doing? What are you doing? And I think talking about cycles and being in relationships and not partnerships is a great way to get into our topic t- for today. Let's get into it. Why can't you go or get rid- get away from your fucking ex? Why can't you leave? <laughs> Why can't you stop going back? I don't want to leave. Listen. You. <gasps> oh, I was about to say, we don't sing that. Trey songs is canceled. Okay. They canceling them left and right. <laughs> Shit, I'm uh, canceled. Everybody yeah. on mute. Why yeah. can't you stop going back to your ex? This is a song that we have all sung. Yeah. Okay, this the verse is not canceled. Every time I try to leave, something keeps pulling, pulling me, me back, back, me back, back, telling me I, I need, need you in my life. life. Every time I try to go. go. <laughs> I was waiting on more lyrics. Yes. I'm like, yeah, the way I'm sitting here, like, I'm Mary J. Blige. I'm like, mm-hmm. On and, on and off again, relationships are hella common. They're common. Oh, yeah. They're common. They got oh, us yeah. in a choke hold, baby. Yeah. Various studies have shown that 30 to 60% of young dating adults have some experience with on again, off again relationships or relationship cycling, relationship churning is what it's called. Mm. They go to back and forth. We've had our share of fair. Back, forth, and forth. Back. Yeah. Yes. What's been your experience with on and off again relationships? I've definitely been a participant. I've spun a block or two. Listen. Right. Let me go on back down that block. I fucking have. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm not too proud about it, but I'm here. Like, have you noticed that it's shown up in multiple relationships? Yes. Most, if not all. Yes. Yeah. Mm hmm. It's been a thing. Why? I was going to say I don't know. I do know. And we're going to get into it. Mm. But yes, I have. I've already mentioned on this show before that I already have a problem with fully cutting off people. So this this can be interconnected. Yeah. There's an interconnect interconnection. Yeah. If I'm not fully cutting people off, letting people lingering around or wanting them to linger around. Then there's a possibility of an on again, off again situation. Yeah, even if just emotionally. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm quick with the cutoff, but nigga, I'll go right back. I cut it off and sew it back. Recycle. I'm like, hold on, hold on. My needle and thread. <laughs> I cut that off, but I'm not ready to part with it. The build a bear. Listen, that has happened, nigga. I would be putting him in this this stitch. The build a bear factory. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, yeah. I I do. I will get out of some, get out of something, and go right back, or be in a little something something, and be like, "Fuck you!" You know, the pride and the ego comes in when you're arguing and having that little mess of a situation. I think I used to think it was more toxic than it was. Like it is toxic, yes, but thinking that it was, I was some, in some sort of like anomaly of a relationship. Like, why are we arguing like this? Why is it so toxic? But the truth of the matter is like a majority of people are having this experience. It's not healthy, but it's you, not it, healthy. I feel like more often than not, people have a, at least one cycle. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. maybe it's not frequently, but it's like a, a full breakup. Well, there's categories. OK, there's categories. Category? It's like the full breakup is one like the full breakup completely separates cycle back. But there is also the mini breakups cycle back you know like yeah. the mini breakups like 
we done not talk for maybe like a week or yeah 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 a little mini experience um extended period of time and then we're back yeah 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 you've had at least one yeah at least one in your relationship at least one i'm so grateful i don't have that right now i don't need it if if i had that i would probably if you go go if we can't figure it out and it's a complete break (laughs) then just leave don't come back I don't have that type of energy in me at this big age. Yes, especially if the reason for the breakup was you really know it's not a fit. Listen, you the know, misalignment. You know, you really know it's not a fit, but because of various reasons, you decide to spin the block. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's like what's been seen has all, what you needed to see, you've already seen. Right. So, but the thing with on again, off again relationships. There's that that false the illusion of stability. That's what it be for me. The illusion of this is my safe space. It is be that for me because the problem with me is I be feeling unstable. <laughs> now, every time we talk about these relationships, I feel like the psychotic side of me <laughs> pops the fuck out. <laughs> I really do. But um, yeah, I I be feeling slightly unstable. Yeah. And I'm like, let me go get my security blanket. It's like a weighted blanket in the wintertime. Yeah. You know? I need you. It's like I a weighted blanket. You. I already know your vibe. We already have, you know, got yeah. through the uncomfortability. Yeah. I know what you come with. And I also know that it's not a fit. Listen. But we're here. Yeah. We're here. And it works. Sort, sort of. of. Yeah. But there's a lot of common, common reasons why on again, off again like um spurts happen in relationships so let's just get into them let's get into them the first one is life challenges right so you this might be the type of dynamic where you really care about the person but it's kind of challenging to be with them when you're focusing all, on all of your other things life happenings your job your friends your relationships so you part ways but then come back when things have sort of mellowed out right person wrong time Right person, wrong time. Exactly. I've had this this type of situation. I feel like it was a very I, the person that I was with at the time needed a lot out of me. The demand, and I did couldn't recognize like maybe we're not a fit. I just figured like I'm really busy. I'm working on a lot of stuff. Maybe we need to cool off. And then when I felt like I had the capacity and the bandwidth to deal with what it is that they were requiring of me in the initial stages of our dating, I went back. I was and like, they okay, were willing. They, o- they welcomed you. <laughs> They were of course. Open arms. arms were open. They were single. Lips were perched. They were single. Are you pulling them out? Of they something? were. I didn't pull them out. Now, now I, I, it's rare when I pull the nigga out of something. Stay where you are. Okay. Stay where you but are. But if you're open. We were both single. So it was kind of like, let's let's see. Let's I see. mean, I'm, that was good for you. Some people do do a pull out. Yeah, no. That goes against my morals. Okay. If you in it, I'm going to leave you in it. Yeah. And then come see about me when you're out of it. And see if I'm available. So that that's happened to me before. Yeah, the life challenges is a real thing. I feel like this is the most complicated one, especially when it comes to the ending part for me, because like you can see that, acknowledge that they are a good person and it feels like a good fit. And that's the part, not maybe not a good fit completely. Some mm. pieces are a good fit. Mm. And that's the part of me that tries to force it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and that is a part of me that might make me circle back even prematurely. It's like, OK, the life challenges are still present, but maybe maybe I have the, the maybe I have the capacity. Maybe I have the capacity when things have not changed. And then I'm quickly reminded that I don't listen. I'm quickly reminded that 
It's too much. It's still not good. And that's why you should not do that unless you see there's been some actual change, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. nine times out of 10. It is what it was. Nine times out of 10, the the speed at which we're going back. There's been no real change. That part of be the speed at which we're going back. Like, how did you change in two, two weeks, weeks three or a weeks? month? I'm gonna be better, and we're we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. Trust and believe. It be that speed. It's an illusion. The speed, baby. The way we put our shit in sport, nigga, I'm burning, burning, burning rubber to get back to you. Okay, tire tracks. Another um common cause of on again off again relationships is the incompatibility listen you know you might have great chemistry but the compatibility is not there and Mm. that that can be that can be that can fuck you up yeah yeah you know yeah we don't we don't agree on things we're arguing all the time you know we're always butting heads but then that chemistry is there so it's like yeah i know i know I know. Yeah, the attraction. But, I, but I'm still attracted to you. So let's just try to make it work for the 15th time. You didn't, I think you said, you mentioned and you had that type of experience, right? Like you felt really good chemistry and stuff. Like you knew that you and the person were incompatible. Yeah. Or you felt it's incompatible. But you were like, we have such a vibe. Like yes, the chemistry we have great, is there. We have great chemistry. We weren't arguing all the time. Right. No, no, no. But there was incompatibility, meaning like, yeah. do I do the incompat incompatibility came in when i'm like are the things that i actually desire in a relationship outside of like the attraction here. are they possible right right you possible not even are they here are they possible and i mean are they here too like mm-hmm. i don't know what's possible in the future but mm-hmm. that's my other problem banking on potential listen so are they present have I and that's seen the thing. it? You got to look at what's right in front of you. That's really the golden rule. You got to look at what's in front of you. That's really the, the way that I have held on to a man because of his potential. What I saw in him. Do you see it in yourself, sir? I'm seeing more in you than you see. I need you to take my glasses and put them on yourself. <laughs> you got to take the shades that I'm that I have on. Yeah. Put them on yourself. And another way this gets me, this one bites me in the ass. Is if it's like a chemistry that I haven't felt before. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the part that makes me feel like. Ooh, oh. otherworldly. <laughs> Another worldly vibe. Not otherworldly, but kind of like, am I going to have this chemistry again? Yeah. Which is a scarcity mindset. Yeah. Feels like rare. Mm-hmm. The rare beauty. Toxic. <laughs> Another um, common reason why on again and off again relationships are happening is there's uncertainty around what you really want. Right. Mm -hmm. So y'all might have a lot of fun together, but the relationship truly doesn't have that value that you need to sustain a real commitment. So, you know, you might call it quits, but that don't seem right either. It's like this person really has what I really love having a good time with. I have someone to go to dinner with, pull up to the functions with, talk to. Yes. So the time ends up emphasizing how much y'all truly care about each other. So eventually you spin the block. You go back. Because it's like a void. Exactly. It's like, nobody gets me. Nobody gets me like you get me, babe. And that leads us to the next common cause. The grass not being greener. Mm. This is another one that gets me. Yeah. Fuck around and put your toe, dip your toe. In the pool. In the pool and see. <sighs> yeah. It's really ghetto out here. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the yeah. street, there's really nothing out here in the streets because when you're in the relationship, at least for me, when I'm in it and I've acknowledged that it's not a fit at that point, 
I'm thinking about what's out there. Mm-hmm. Like, I know there's somebody who has what I want, everything that I want. I know there's somebody that I can be in a better relationship with. I have to get out of this. Yeah. Then once I get out and I see that there's not that or it's not coming at the speed at which I want it to come. Like, I'm, I'm like, let me well go on back. back. It's like dealing with the evil, you know, versus the evil you don't. Like, honestly, let me just deal with this nigga who I. And it would be so good. It'll be so perfect if as soon as you exit it, you just meet somebody who just. Right. You got under, you got over him and got under somebody else. <sighs> but I someone good. Yeah. Someone worth it. Yeah. You know, like someone yeah. that shows me. See, that's why I left. And that's why I could stay gone. Because, baby, I've gone back when I have too. if I had that, that would really keep me away. <laughs> of course, <laughs> that would really I'm like, because then you don't have to deal with the discomfort. You don't have to deal with the difficulty of not having a person that can occupy your time and your space and your energy. Like then you don't have nothing to feel. You just get to go right into feeling great. I know. That's why. Because we don't want to deal with the tough, tough time. I hate it. I know, girl. Same, same. I hate communication, it. communication issues. This is a biggie. This is why we go back and forth, back and forth, baby. If you are somebody or you're with somebody who has poor communication skills, instead of resolving conflict, you decide that it's easier to just, nigga, we're not even going to talk about it. The fuck you, fuck you ministry. Yeah. When you do that and then you break up and then there's that absence, you figure, hey, we can renew the relationship. You come back thinking. Because now we've just cooled down. We've cooled down and now there's this hope that things are going to change. And they don't. You end up coming back together and dealing with the same motherfucking this shit. This was me in the long term. Our it's communi- the poor communication. Me and my long long term relationship, we have poor fucking communication. It was same. so bad. Same. And this was Being our pattern. Young. This was our pattern. Never really get no resolved. You don't really get to the bottom of it. You just go head to head, be mad as hell, cool off. Yeah, like so we back. just not gonna talk. Right. Exactly. Bitch, we resolved the issues. We're just not gonna talk. Are you come over? Are you still mad? Right. Yeah. I'm saying you want to go get something to eat. <laughs> uh, I hate that. I miss you. <laughs> do you? You hungry? What do you mean? Yeah, you hungry. Exactly. You know, I'll feed you. <sighs> it, I, I will feed you. Boy, come with some solutions. Let's, yes. Because I too was in my dynamic and that was the vibe. It's being that. so young. It's it almost gets volatile. Like, you know, you get so angry with one another. You don't really know how to express yourselves. You can't hold space for the person to talk without feeling like judged. The, honestly, the skill set that I was working with as a young woman Poor. in a fucking serious relationship, like what it would take to be in a true partnership. I did not have me either. I didn't have the skills. I didn't really have the tools. I thought I did. I was just figuring it out. Like most of us in our early 20s. Right. And I, I, oh Lord, what a time. Girl, what really, time. what the thing is, the gag is we really thought we were doing something. Though. I know. And we, we were, were so mature. On, on top of that, we thought we were the elevated ones. The mature ones. <laughs> we thought we were the ones really holding it together. <laughs> the glue. But it's the just glue, like, if you will. Come on. We're all just a mess. We're all a mess. Another one that has us in the chokehold is the history. Mm-hmm. The time. The experiences. Yeah. The feelings. Mm, baby. We just feel so comfortable despite whatever else is going on. It's like, this is my person. I know it is. Through and thick I put and thin, in the effort. What they write on the captions when, what they, 
you've been on and off again with somebody and it's time to confess. They say something like only we know what we've been through. Yeah. And it's been we've been through so much. I don't want to go through so much with a person. Right. And it's like you don't. But but because you have you don't want to think about the time and the energy that it's going to take to start over. Yeah. It's intimidating. It can be. It can be intimidating. It can be. And that's why we'd rather just stay where we are. Like I'm already invested in this nigga. I already know his family. I already know what he like to eat for dinner. Listen, like, it'd be all of that, all the things that we've done, all the vacations, all the little trips, and we hyper focus on the good times. Oh yeah, the bad be completely zapped from the memory. Why is that? When you're in the relationship, the bad the bads are magnified. That's all I could think about. You're irritating me. Don't touch me. Don't. I'm irritated. Yeah. Then as soon as the plug is pulled. For some reason, I can't remember the bad time. Because absence makes the heart grow fonder. Mm. We want to be back in it. So this is another common reason for your on again, off again relationships is the hope for change and transformation. That's why you believe that things are going to change. You know, you're hopeful. You break up. They call. They text. They apologize. They tell you all of the things that they're going to do right. How they're going to be right by you. Yeah. And of course, what do you do? You believe it. You believe it under the guise that things are going to get better. But what we have to start doing is distinguishing and creating a really clear difference between wishful thinking and reality and genuine change. Okay. You might. And and again, the speed of which we come back when a person tells us they're going to change. We got to put a pause on that. We do. It's, we defi- slow it's down. definitely the speed. I'm like, girl, it's definitely the speed. If I've been with you for two years complaining about things not being the way that I want to want them to be. Why would they change all of a sudden in three months? It ain't even, but, you know, it I thought about something. I was thinking what? about this when I was watching Insecure because, you know, all the girls are watching that for the 15th time now that it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ooh, Lawrence had really did like a. As soon as Issa and him were done, he, well, some of the change was happening while the relationship, while they were still in it before he found what out she was messing again? with Daniel one. Okay. Before she found out he was, he, she fucked Daniel. Yeah. But like he was moving kind of rapid once it was really done. That's, I mean, the thing is, once you really hurt, once you're hurt or you decide you no longer want to be in the relationships, you do get to moving. You get some speed on your feet. You put on rollerblades. I don't like that. It's the truth, though. That's the part that sends me. It's the truth, baby. We be up out of it. When I'm, I done, know when we up out of it. I don't like when the nigga does it. I know, but it's the, <laughs> same, it's the mindset, right? It's like once I'm done with a thing, once I'm moment to stop having fun with it, I be done with it. I put my skates on. Me or him. I don't like it when he do it either. I'm just telling you that that's the mindset that we be in when we decide. I understand. And now I'm on the hunt. I'm on the prowl to get my new thing. It's the truth. I'm on the hunt and the prowl. But yeah, let's start being really cognizant of wishful thinking versus genuine change. Did I really give this person enough time apart for me to make true and make a true effort to change what it is that they need to change outside of me, outside of the relationship? Yeah. Also, some 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 mentions here. Relationship anxiety, like stress that also be making shit go be on the back and forth. Like when you are bringing not unnecessary but like insecurities to the relationship like your personal insecurity personal insecurity sometimes it's not even the energy that y'all share together it's like it might be your mental health right yeah. like maybe you're struggling with depression anxiety and you really need to talk to somebody and that's wearing down on your partner 
trying to be your mental health professional or juggle all the things that you have going on in your personal life. It, it, it can, I can, I can t- testify to that. It really can weigh down on you and make you feel like this is not what I wanted. Like, it's yeah. And then you feel badly for not wanting it. You feel and leaving bad. a person in distress. Yes. And not being the soft place for them to land. So you go back. Yes. So you go back or dealing with somebody who's jealous mm. and insecure and has an ego problem. You know, it's like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be like that no more. I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to give you your space. You could go out with your friends. I'm not going to keep you away from doing the things you want to do or your friend. That's another cause that needs to be added on here. Ego. Yeah. My ego has definitely caused me to be in some on and off again. Mm. Don't let me stalk a story. And see you later. Or get some information. About you trying to float away. Actually, you're not very. It's not time for you to float unless Boy, I have the way floated, I put a, unless, a weight on you. So yes, quick. unless I have already floated away, then you don't get to float away yet. Get back over here, and that is not. Yeah, good. that's your toxic trait. I know. I'm so toxic <laughs> in that way. I'm so toxic. I hate that. That's, that is. But a that's why trait. I'm working on my ego because that's not good. Mm-hmm. I don't like that about myself. Yeah. You've mentioned it in the past. I have. It's, um, it's, it's good that you're aware, though. I'm aware. I'm fully aware. Eyes are open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're going to be right back, y'all. We have more Black Girl Bravado coming up right after this. Have you ever dreamed of effortlessly conversing in another language? Whether it's for that upcoming international trip, connecting with family and friends, diving deep into a new culture, or simply adding a new skill to your repertoire, learning a new language opens up a world of opportunities. But let's face it, traditional methods like textbooks and classroom learning can be a drag. That's where Rosetta Stone comes in. As the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years, Rosetta Stone offers a revolutionary approach that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn without relying on CDs or DVDs. Picture this, you're effortlessly conversing in Spanish on the streets of Barcelona, ordering tapas like a local, or discussing the latest French designers with Parisians. So sexy, right? With Rosetta Stone's intuitive process, you'll learn naturally starting with words, then phrases, then full sentences. And with over 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish... The possibilities are endless. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition technology, including the True Accent feature, acts like a personal trainer for your accent, providing instant feedback on your pronunciation. Plus, with both desktop and app options available, along with offline lesson downloads and an audio companion, learning for the babe on the go has never been easier. And here's the best part. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership for 50% off, y'all. That's right, lifetime access to all 25 language courses for half the price. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, BGB listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. 
You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony. In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. (laughs) The real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom question you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she's overcame. This book becomes a legacy and something you and your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's giving you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I'm so excited about mylifeinabook.com because I'm planning on gifting my mom with this. She's always loved reflecting on memories and sharing her stories, and I know this will be the perfect gift to capture those moments for her. The thoughts of her flipping through the pages and reliving those cherished memories brings a smile to my face already. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code BRAVADO at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code BRAVADO for 10% off today. Okay, y'all, before we get back into the show, few church announcements. If you have not already, 
left your rating for the show and hit that bell so that you don't miss out on any of our new episodes, please do so. Yeah. They may be flying under the radar and you need to know what's going on over here. <laughs> you need to be listening to every episode. And while you're listening, you need to be sharing them mm-hmm. with your homegirls or homeboys, yes. whoever you feel needs to hear the message. Do that for us. Yeah. Also, we have an amazing retreat that's coming up, y'all. Spots are very limited and this is not something that you want to miss. Okay, we're going to be in Belize from May 3rd to May 7th, 2023. Unlocking 2024. 2024, motherfucker. Okay, <laughs> we're going to be unlocking sisterhood, resting, relaxing, connecting, doing the all the things that you do when you're amongst great company. The girls are going to be outside for real, for real, abroad. In luxury. In luxury. Yes, having a great time. If you have any questions, you can feel free to reach reach out to us. I'm sure we have answers. And if you're just ready to lock in your spot, the information is down in the show notes. It's real simple. It's, it's that simple. It's really simple. What else is simple is joining us in our membership community, our homegirl hangout on Patreon, where you can connect with other women that way and also with us through our bonus content where we talk about all types of things, y'all. Mm-hmm. Every every month there's about two to three additional episodes over there on that platform. So get into it. It's there for you. That information is down in the show notes. And yeah, should we get back to the show? I think so. Okay, back to it. So it's time for our next segment, Tools for Your Toolkit. We have to get into some solutions. The girls have to be set free from this cycle. The chains have to come out. It's time to break them. Break them. Tasha Cops. So Is that the name? Yeah. Break <laughs> every chain. So the first solution here is to get clear on what you want and what you need and make a decision. It's time to stand up. It's time to stand up, girls. And something that can help here is making a list. So not a list necessarily of pros and cons, but rather a list of what it is that you desire, what it is that you require and what you're not willing to tolerate or accept. Mm. You feel me? You yeah. can be, you got to be as objective as possible here. And if the person that you have in front of you is not lining up to what it is that you say you want is really it's going to be tough, but it's time to make a decision. Yeah. You got to get on. You yeah, that, you know? that'll do it. Yeah. And another thing is to make a decision and stand on it. It's time to make a decision and stand on it. Ten toes. All of them. Your feet, you get on your hands and knees if you need to, okay? Ooh. Once you get on your hands and your knees to pray. Pray. Yes. Okay. And that might look like blocking exercising your boundaries, putting some new boundaries in place to protect your peace. Right. Because people will try to come back all because you say you done don't mean they are. Yeah. You know, they'll be knocking at your door or they'll do things that trigger you, even if it's not their intention to trigger you. You have to recognize what triggers you. I have recognized what triggers me and I have to really be like, no, a boundary has to be in place because sometimes I have felt like a boundary makes me appear mean or like, yeah, I don't fuck with you at all. So that's one of the reason why I leave the door open. Mm hmm. But in my healing journey of doing mm-hmm. better, yeah, I have realized that I can't do that. I have to do a no contact. Yeah, a no contact. A no contact is best for me to really like be done. I think that's best. Even if it's not forever. Yeah. It needs to be no contact until I'm really off of the situation mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. I could properly move on and not feel some kind of way or not feel like I need to operate in my ego or do some stupid shit that's going to set me back. Yeah. I'm a no contact girly. None. 
And then when the time is right, when I have really like very little feelings for you, little to none. Yeah, little to none. It has to be little to none. Then you can come back into my world. And and even then it's at an arm's distance in length. Like you could follow me on social media, yeah. but please don't call me. My ex at one point, a very, 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 very old ex, not a recent ex, very old, I was like 15 years ago ex, had reached out to me. I'm like, hold on. The Via phone call? text first it was via dm then it was via phone call i'm like hold on please don't ask me for no money i'm thinking <laughs> time's got to be really hard yeah if you bang in my phone because at this point we've come to the conclusion that we're not enemies it's cool but when my phone was ringing and i don't have the number saved and i'm like hello oh what's up? i'm like oh rick or scratch the fuck because niggas know not to call me but it was cool you know he was really at, he wanted my advice on a situation that he was having in his own personal romantic relationship he's like I know you got your podcast you know and I know you be doing your thing and I they really love to reference that and he really trusts my judgment even yeah. in the relationship he was like I always value your opinion and like your insight and I just really want to see if you can help me with this and I'm like hmm. yeah and now I'm therapizing Listen, this is my work though I- this is the work that <laughs> This is the work that I do. I, this is my profession. This is what I do. I this can't help it that I'm a vessel. I'm Girl. a vessel. I let them use me. Let them use you. Listen, listen. Let no, I'm I'm you. here for that. I'm here. I'm here for that. But when, that's also after when ties. When you, there's no feelings. There's nothing. There's no feelings. That's best. That's and what I'm learning about myself. Another boundary is it can't be often. He knows that you can't hit me all the time. Yeah. Call me every now and again for very something. infrequent. Very like nigga, not even annually. I don't even want to talk annually to be completely honest. Dang, I don't no even... happy birthday. No, okay. no, it's not happy birthday. That same person, we don't say happy birthday back and forth. We're not doing that. I don't give a fuck if your birthday's happy. I hope you're <laughs> well and in good health, but I don't yeah. want to. No, 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 no. So don't feel like you're the bad guy. I I Chun Li. No, I'm I'm. That's what I'm realizing now. Because before I have felt like the bad guy. Usually, usually because I'm the initiator of the breakup too, and it's like I'm pulling the rug from under someone's feet. I have I have to not do that. I just have to release it because I'm not. It's not about me being a bad person. It's about me implementing what's best for me at the moment. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And although it may hurt you or not be what you desire, it's a decision that I have to make. Yeah. And then it turns into something else when once the communication is kept and yeah, it starts becoming too much. What's helped me is just accepting that somebody's going to have to take on that role. And if it's going to come down to me moving forward, it's got to be me. Because if we're both going to be nice about it and, and you know, it's probably not going to end. No, it's probably not going to end. So it's okay. I'll take it. I'll be that. If you think I'm a bad, if you think I'm a mean bitch for right now, that's fine. Or it's going to be ended with complications. (laughs) You know? know? Yeah. Don't put yourself at risk. Right. Don't put yourself at risk, but be firm, ladies. Be firm or gentlemen, whoever. And that's why these tools are, that's why these tools are available. They didn't come up with no contact just for shits and giggles. Right. It really works. Be firm. It really works. Sometimes you have to not talk to people. A lot of times. Another tool for your toolkit is to free yourself from societal pressures. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We have to avoid letting the fear of judgment, the stigma, or the pressure 
cause us to be in a situation just to be in a situation yeah because people will people will be like what's going on you know they might not ask you what's going on with that actual relationship but they'll be like where's your person Mm -hmm. um they'll make their story your story and you feel like oh my god is something wrong with me because i don't have anybody no nothing's wrong you just don't have anyone right now. yeah or if you've been locked in with a person for a long time and you're invested in their family Mm. that's tough too like dang if i separating from him means separating from his family and i've had that experience those feelings where i'm like i really like his dad i really like it like damn i because i felt so much comfort and love mm-hmm. and acceptance and embrace with these people and now all of that is just done you know social media also plays a big role in this Ugh. if you've already it done plays a hard the biggest launch, role if you've done a hard launch with a nigga you guys might be considered an it couple or goals and then it, it, people see y'all not together no more it could be a lot the girlies are now saying it because a lot of people do the launches and mm-hmm. they let people know who their significant other yeah. is they um they make an announcement we're not together respect my privacy at this time don't ask me no more questions and then they move forward i like that they move forward and then some people aren't showing their relationships some people aren't doing that either they're just moving in silence i guess until they feel like maybe this is the one you yeah. know and, and even then, still, even if it's the one, it could still go bad. So don't, it can. Don't worry about what people it can. Think. But for the people who've been in a bunch of mini relationships like me, <laughs> like, you know, you don't want people in your business. You it ain't been no me. business to be in. It's my business. You yeah. know, it hasn't been shareable business. Yeah. What I've been doing is just not your business. And that's just that. You know? That. Yeah. Next, we're going to commit to being open to new experiences and meeting New people, right? We're shifting our perspective around what it means to meet some folks. Mm. You know, research identifies that a lot of people have anxiety around dating, dating anxiety. Yeah. Dating anxiety. And forming like that's a big obstacle is forming new connections and being vulnerable with a person, a new person. So for someone who has dating anxiety, being in an on again, off again relationship is perfect. Yeah, it feels better. It's like I don't even got to deal with the idea of meeting a new motherfucker. (sighs) You know, yeah, this is real. But instead of having that mindset of like, I'd rather stay here or I'm afraid to go out there and meet somebody or the dating pool is full of piss because I've heard that one time. And <laughs> that time one. Again, has, yes. We have to shift our mindset to like there's plenty of fish in the sea. If you are an attractive person, you're a successful person, you are good looking, you have all of, you know, the things that you feel like you can bring to a relationship and have a good partnership with somebody and you are in the dating pool then trust and believe somebody else is also in has those pool. same in the attri- yeah, attributes and they're in the pool too. Girl, I know, but you know what? That The messaging is real. Not only are we hearing that the dating pool has piss in it, but every time somehow I'm on TikTok and that dating talk shit comes up on my FYP, I be trying to hurry up and scroll past it because the messaging is toxic what? or discouraging. I won't say it's toxic, it's discouraging. Dating in LA sucks. Dating here sucks. They're not. If you want to increase your chance, it's just like mm-hmm. negative. Yeah, it's negative. Not to mention when you meet somebody and they're full of shit. It's like affirming that the is negativity. Hard. It's hard. It affirms it. Yeah, and that creates dating anxiety. It does. And you got to kiss hella frogs. I know. I know. I'm not in the pool, but I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, I'm just so saying that's that. where it comes from. A reframe is needed, though. You really mm-hmm. do have to get ahead of it. 
And to prosper. This month, we're going to have so many tips and tricks and great conversations around what it looks like to reframe your mindset around dating. But this is just one for here right now. Yeah. Try to have an abundant mindset when it comes to calling in a relationship, not a scarcity mindset. Ain't no niggas out there. Everybody who who already who's worth something is already coupled. Yeah. They already married. They already got. No, girl, if you out there, somebody else is out there. And I believe it. Yeah. Relationships are ending every day. They are. Venus was in retrograde. <laughs> Shit, let me get one of them. Let me get one of them. Yeah. Um, okay. Another tip is to get brutally honest with yourself. Mm. Let's just call a spade a spade. Ask yourself, is this relationship fulfilling a hidden need for you? What is the void that you're trying to feel? Yeah. Come on. There's a lack there. There's, There's a, lack. a lack. There's a uh, lack of self-worth. Mm-hmm. Not wanting to be lonely. This person affirms me. Yeah, we already know that. Codependency, big, baby. Big codependent. Yeah. Big codependent. And here's a few questions that you can ask yourself. Let's pull out them journals. Mm, get your notes out. The first one, is there a void in my life that only this relationship feels? What does it look like? And is there an alternative way to feel better? Mm. Most of the voids that we feel that we think these relationships are feeling we have tools. There are ways that we can feel them ourselves and not in the toxic. I can, I don't need no man type of way, but in a way that you don't need somebody who's not everything that you need to be there just to fill that void. Right. You know, just to occupy space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, some more questions that you can ask yourself is the happiness I receive from this on and off relationship temporary or lasting. And when I envision the happiest version of my life, does this relationship feature in it? Mm. Really? I, really really this is this is one of the questions i have to ask myself journal on this one tonight. i want so much for myself mm-hmm. and i can't be partnered with somebody who is gonna hinder me mm. i need somebody who's helping catapult propel, propel me forward propel. Get you behind know me. yeah we have we have we have to we have to already come in ready for that mm-hmm. my martyrdom needs to be put to rest yeah barrier and the sacrificial part of myself needs to be put to rest, girl. Let's 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 get back to the basics. These are the basics. <laughs> These are the basics right yeah. here. Um, next, y'all, we're reconciling with the lack of ROI. We're just going to reconcile with the fact that there probably is no return on the investment. Ugh. There's no return on the investment. Not the return that you thought you were going to get, at least. I hate this. Yeah, I know. So there's a concept. It's called the sunk cost fallacy. And the sunk cost fallacy occurs when someone makes a decision based around a previous investment, right? Your time, your resources. This is also when you are reluctant to abandon a strategy or a course of action um, because you invested so heavily into it. You committed to it. Yeah. Even when it's clear that abandonment, leaving the situation would be more beneficial. Yeah. I'm going to write it down. This is like going down with the Titanic. Yeah. That's what this is. I've already given. I've already invested. We've already been in this for so long. I got to get something back. What Denzel said, I'm leaving here with something. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm leaving here with something. Yeah. I'm getting what I came for, you know? So what we can do is, again, reframe the mindset. (sighs) Although you might didn't get what you thought you should have got of it, whether that be a ring whether you get like lifelong commitment, maybe you had a child with this person, them staying, who knows what it is, you know, feeling the security, the safety, nigga, you really didn't give me what the I thought victory. I was going to give. It'd be, we be one in the victory. Yeah. The, whatever you consider a win, how can you think about what it is that you gained? Maybe you gained a clear sense of self. 
Maybe you gained a clear sense of what it is that you want in your next relationship. Maybe you have, have more patience and more tolerance when the right person comes. Like, okay, I, I know how to problem solve now. I feel like I could work on my solutions better, bringing better solutions to the table. Basically, how can you turn the L into a lesson? That's a good way to look at it. What did I get? It's a good it? way to look at it, but I just hate the thought. I know. I hate the thought of somebody finding yeah you know yeah, yeah. getting somebody when i was in the mud with you or you know i went through the rough patches with you and then when i finally am fed up and then when you get with somebody else they're able to get all of the good things the good part yeah i hate that i know you know what i hate that so fucking much it's like wow was I, 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 I was i'm the one who built this i man. was the one really <laughs> what's giving me peace though is watering that, that seed is that, boy, you couldn't have gave me what I needed. You probably giving her what she needed. You giving her, it's right for her right now. And the people who I feel like I wasn't getting what I needed to get out of, they still ain't shit. So that's <laughs> not- <laughs> I'm like, okay. Still not- I would have stayed in it longer because that's the thing. I'm so committed. I'm so loyal me too, me too. that I'm like, boy, I'm in it. If I'm in it with you, I'm really in it. And I look back now, like, look at all of these years that's passed and you still ain't where I thought you would have been. True. Oh, hell no. But when I made a good decision. Yeah, I know. When you're in it, you can't really realize like. When you're in it, you can't really realize it. And sometimes a little bit after. I know. But a when little bit. But once time, said, yeah. once time has really gone on, that's when you really do see, like, see. Yeah. Your your uh, decision. Yeah. Is hindsight affirmed. is twenty twenty. Your your decision is affirmed. Like, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. But if you are somebody who's in an on again, off again relationship and you're thinking I've invested in this man, child, you've probably given too much. I was going to say stock that. ain't what it ain't worth what you think it is. And the way to get uh, get ahead of this. For the future. Leave it's to it's, cut this yeah, yeah cut it off quick yeah cut it off quicker that way you don't feel the the pain of this sunk cost fallacy because it's like i recognized early that i didn't need to make that type of investment and, and i, I and i exited it yeah i was up out of there i was up out of there before it took too much out of me i gave exactly what i was comfortable giving and when i didn't want to give anymore i stood i took a step back mm-hmm. that's power Now that is power. That's really walking in your power. That's how you really, that's really how you um, come out on top. Right. That's how you come out on top. Mm -hmm. That's a real win. A win is a win. Okay. So our final tip, open up and talk to people. Mm -hmm. Talk to your folks. Okay. Speak with people that you trust and let them know about your challenges with trying to leave. It's embarrassing. It can be embarrassing to be like, girl, I'm in it. You know, I'm back with him. I want to leave. And there are people who have successfully left who can help you out. But you got to give them the opportunity, the space and the opportunity. Mm -hmm. If you're stonewalled and closed off to it, of course, people are going to be like, you know, what can I say? What can I do? It's not welcomed. But leaning on your people who have done this, they'll give you the tools. They'll tell you block them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta stop talking to him. You gotta change your number. You got, you know. And then you gotta refer back to fucking step step one. Make a decision and stand on it. Cause don't keep going back and forth to your people telling me you want to leave. I know. And then you don't leave, girl. Let me come to me when you're really ready. You do. And usually when I start telling people, I am because it's like now. Yeah, I have some pride. I have some pride. But another reason to tell people 
is so that they can be there for you. Mm -hmm. So when that loneliness starts to creep in and you feel like you don't have your person or, you know, that company, they can fill in the gaps. Like, yeah. girl, you know, I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm going through a transition. Hell yeah. I, I need you right now. Them being available will be the determining factor if you go back or not. I know. Imagine if you had somebody call like, girl, you know, I'm lonely right now. I got to talk. Yeah. Can we go to not... happy hour? Can we do something? Yeah. It's like that is a very important part. Versus That's not having somebody. Then guess what? You're going to be under him oh, for on sure. his phone texting him. What you doing? W.I.D. ASAP. Exactly. ASAP. What's up? Um, and sometimes we have to seek professional help. Mm -hmm. Sometimes this is really layered. Like I said, it's it's deeper than just like cutting somebody off or blocking their number. Sometimes it's like I really have some internal shit that I have to work through so that I can really walk away and be done and not go back and forth. So you might need to talk to a therapist. You might need to get a coach. Mm. Maybe you need a coach. Yeah. Black girls heal. Get Sheena. Sheena, she's a coach. Happy aware. Sheena, black girls heal. Um, Because there's a lot. Yeah, it can get deep in layers. Sometimes it's not as easy as it seems. Yeah. But you do have the capability and the ability to move on. You do. You do, girl. We can do hard things. Heard it all before. All of your lies. Stop playing that sunshine. All of your sweet talk. Listen, baby this, baby that. But your lies ain't working now. Now. Look who's hurting now. See, I had to shut you down. Down. Okay. You got to get shut down. Shut them down, girl. Shut them, shut them down. So, y'all, hopefully those tips and tricks help you out. We're going to take a quick break and come back with more Black or Bravado. Sit tight. Welcome back to our final segment. It's time to pick up your pen. We're dropping a gem. So this is the part of the show where we get to share with you guys the life hacks, the things that are checking us, wrecking us, inspiring us, helping us move from bad bitch to bad, baddest bitch. Okay. And this week, the gem is foresight mental health. So I shared on the pod last week that I was recently diagnosed with ADD and I started the process by speaking to my PCP. They had me do like a, a very like general assessment and then they were like, yeah, you probably should speak to a psychiatrist. So as many of y'all know, healthcare is difficult. It's very hard to manage the healthcare system, finding the specialist that you need. Are they contracted with your insurance? It's just like a slew of shit trying to navigate it. Mm -hmm. So um, I stumbled upon Foresight, which is basically a mental health platform where you can speak to psychiatrist, which is even more challenging. You can speak to a therapist. It's kind of easy, like with a lot of these more newer platforms that are showing up where a lot of therapists are available. But a psychiatrist, the difference is they can prescribe medication. So they accept insurance, which is awesome. It was really simple to get an appointment to speak with a psychiatrist. I spoke with a nurse practitioner of psychiatry. Um, and through our conversation, she was able to determine, yes, you probably should take the test, the more complex test that you would need for diagnosing. Mm -hmm. um, and they set me up with that. It's an additional fee separate because it's not covered under your insurance. But I can say that the process was not only smooth, but very affirming, like having someone that I could talk to. We did the like intro call and they asked me about my childhood and she was like, yeah, you know, she was just very kind. She was very kind. So after I, um, got my diagnosis. I was very just grateful to her. I was mm -hmm. like, thank you so much, Sarah. Her name is Sarah. 
<laughs> I'm not gonna give her last name. Yeah. But I was like, thank you. You know, I really appreciate this. But I found so much value in this platform, this site that just made it so easy to connect with a mental health professional, a psychiatrist specifically, and to get me connected to the testing that I needed to understand what's going on in my brain. Yeah. So if you two think that you might need to speak with a psychiatrist not for ADD testing, but for a multitude of issues. Maybe you're struggling with depression. Maybe you're struggling with severe anxiety or a mental health condition that you feel like, mm, I think maybe it's time for a little medication management yeah. and to implement that and make that a part of your treatment team. I mean, your treatment, then use this as a resource is foresight mental health. I'm gonna make sure that I have it. I'll put the website in the show notes. Down so in that, the show notes. So that you have access to it. Um we love a resource, a mental health resource. Yes. So we've come to the end of the road. We have come to the end of the road. Come back because we have tons of episodes that are gonna be centered around refreshing your relationships. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Resetting your mind. Resetting, yeah. I really enjoyed this conversation. Me too, y'all. And we will see you all next week. Yeah, love you. Bye. Bye.